Welcome to an HBO podcast from the HBO Late Night series, Real Time with Bill Maher. Good Thank you. Oh my gosh, what a welcome. Thank you. I know it's a. I love you too. Thank you. Oh, mwah. I know you, you have Halloween fever. Who doesn't? It's Halloween weekend. We love it out here in Los Angeles. Halloween when people get to cake on makeup and pretend there's someone they're not, or, or as Trump calls it, campaigning. a great costume this year. I'm going to terrify Republicans. I'm going as a science book. <laughs> I, it's, it's, but <laughs> I think it is rather appropriate that this election is so close to Halloween because what happens in every scary movie? You think you killed the monster. <laughs> you killed him ten times and then a tiny orange hand comes out of the grave. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh. Believe me, for Hillary, today was nightmare on email street. <laughs> Did you see what happened today? Okay, the FBI, if you didn't know, this was all over the news today. Giant story. The FBI found some more Hillary emails. So they're reopening the investigation. Great, huh? It, Hillary's emails are like unreleased Tupac songs. You, <laughs> Just when you think they have them all, they found a few more. I, and you'll never believe where they found these new ones. On Anthony Weiner's computer. I'm not making that up. On Anthony Weiner's computer. No one thought to look among the dick pics. Oh, that's where the emails are. Now, <laughs> for those of you who are not political junkies, you might be asking, why? <laughs> why on Anthony Weiner's <clears throat> computer? Because Anthony Weiner is under investigation. That's right. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't bullshit here, okay? <laughs> no high school dance. Yeah, Anthony Weiner's under investigation for sexting with a underage girl across straight, state lines. So the FBI seized all his computers. He is married or was married to Uma Ahmadine, Huma Ahmadine, who is Hillary Clinton's aide. And they were using the same computer, which begs my first question, why was Huma using Anthony's computer? If you, one thing she didn't want to go near, it would be his computer. <laughs> Uh, so Hillary's emails are intermingled with Anthony Weiner's sexting? No wonder why she had her server wiped. I'd have it boiled. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, this, this is the world we live in now. Hillary Clinton's AIDS estranged husband is a freak, so we get to read Hillary Clinton's emails. I wish Hillary would send a text to Donald Trump. Maybe then we would see his taxes. 
uh, and, <laughs> and, you know, we, we don't know what is in these emails. Maybe nothing. James Comey, the director of the FBI, he's the one who made this announcement today. He said they appear pertinent, but, quote, I can't say that they're significant. Well, take your time, man. There's nothing riding on it. <laughs> I mean, it's so ironic. Wiener's one excuse when he was just sexting was he ne never actually fucked anyone. Well, now he has. Planet Earth. <laughs> you know... <laughs> I... <laughs> I don't know if Wiener's dick is big, but it certainly casts a long shadow. I'll say that. <laughs> Wait a second. I do know his dick is big. We've all seen it a hundred times, but... But of course, you know, Trump and Cruz and the whole gang on the right are all making hay out of this about its corruption and criminal conduct. Only Republicans could look at an investigation into sexually propositioning a minor and say, yeah, did you find anything really disgusting? <laughs> like mishandled emails, something that would really revolt people. So once again, Hillary's political fortunes are driven by out-of-control cocks. <laughs> Right? What? This poor woman. I mean, first it was her husband, then it was Donald Trump's, and now it's Anthony Weiner's. Or what she calls them, my basket of deplorable horn dogs. So, you know what? I don't know what they're gonna find, and I don't care. She's got a server in her basement. I don't care if she's got John Benet Ramsey in her basement. I'm still not voting for Donald Trump. All right. We got a great show. Michael Morris here, Kristen Soldis Anderson, and Rick Lazio. And a little I'll be speaking with. I'm so glad she's here. A good friend of mine, Chelsea Handler, is backstage. But first up, he is the founder of the Dream Corps and a CNN contributor. You all know Van Jones. How are you, pal? Great to see you. Yeah. All right. So, oh, first of God. all, what is your reaction to today's news? Well, uh, she's got four men uh, in her life. Uh, Trump, who's a pervert. Clinton, who's got a racy past. Uh, you've got Wiener, whose name speaks for itself. <laughs> and Barack Obama. And for once, the black guy is the one guy not in trouble. <laughs> You don't have to be that black about it. <laughs> You've made your point. <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, I mean, so uh, even before this, the Republicans are, were saying that uh, they're going to obstruct her, yep. investigate her. I mean, I picture them doing it right away, like, like Inauguration Day. Like she'll be, <laughs> she'll be testifying in a ball gown. <laughs> That's their yeah. wish, you yeah, know? Yeah, listen... They have forgotten the difference between being a party of opposition and a party of obstruction. There's, there's great honor in being a party of opposition, you know, saying, listen, we, you know, we think you know, your ideas are wrong, we can make them better. But when you just stop the entire government from functioning, there's a word for that. Treason. That's the word. It's treason. You have to do your job. You have to do your job. You take an oath. Period. Well, I mean, and that, that gets us to the Supreme Court. I mean, they took an oath to 
at least give a hearing on a Supreme I, Court justice. And now I heard John McCain. John McCain, who's supposed to be one of the reasonable ones this week, say, whoever Hillary puts up, they're going to block it. And I guess they're okay with, I mean, the Supreme Court is supposed to be nine. Now it's eight. We could get down to <laughs> when they start dying. <laughs> It could be four. It, it looks like they're never going to, to uh, even allow a hearing on anybody. Yeah. This is insane. I, I think they've... Listen, honestly, at a certain point, the, the Democrats just have to say, listen, guess what? Especially if we get the Senate. Guess what? If you guys don't want to show up and do your jobs, we'll do it for you. We're going to suspend all those rules. We are going to let the Supreme Court function, period. You can't have one branch of government stop two. That's called, that's called a tyranny of a, of, of, one, of a branch. The reality is the President of the United States is supposed to appoint... Those justices are supposed to serve. And if you're giving advice and consent, listen, you can waive that if you want to, but we're going to go forward. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it is... <laughs> it is pretty amazing when you think about it, how um, they can really take anybody. Now, I don't know what's in these emails. In the past emails, I'm, I'm always trying to find something that in one sentence I could say, well, she did that. You know, she's not completely clean, but... You are someone who has some familiarity with this. I mean, you were in the... Uh, we, we forget that we know you because you were in the Obama administration and you were sort of the first scary black man yeah. <laughs> that they went after. I mean, you were head of the green jobs. I mean, you were... They said you were a czar. Glenn yes. Beck did, like, 14 shows on you. 1,400, I think. For Fox, <laughs> yeah. Fox go, News. Go, go. So you yeah. know what it's like. Well, well, first of all, let me say, say two things. First of all, um, at that time, Glenn Beck was on TV every night and I wasn't, and now... Yeah. And But second of all, um, it's, it, the whole idea of me being a green jobs are part of it is that they did not want to have the conversation about climate. They did not want to have the conversation about... Well, I do. Uh, well, you do. And, and by the way, you're the only person who has consistently given, well, consistently I, been a climate champion I, I think, on the national airwaves. I think we agree that's yeah. the most important issue. It, it is the most important And issue. there was not one question about it in any of the debates. Which I... Which I, I listen, I think that's going to be... Uh, going to go down in history as a huge mistake, and my network was a part of it. But I will say this. Part of it is people just don't understand how sexy the climate solutions are. Listen, uh, this is not boring stuff. Here in California, nobody knows this. In California, we did three sexy things on climate. We, we, we uh, have a cap-and-trade program here where we took money from the polluters and said, give it to us. That's sexy. Just, <laughs> two. Two. We said, we're going to use the money. You grabbed without asking. See? Yeah, see? <laughs> Appa apparently you, that's don't all even, you don't even ask. <laughs> well, apparently that's you all just put a tic-tac in your mouth. <laughs> exactly. Grab that money. <laughs> See? Apparently? Apparently? Yeah. Okay. Number two, we took the money and we invested it, and, we, and we sp we've now got a billion dollars from polluters in California, put it in poor communities, cheap and low-cost solar panels in the hood, uh, farm workers getting uh, uh, carpools, we've got uh, uh, bus passes for low-income people. So you can save the people and save the planet at the same time if you do the right thing with climate policy. The, the danger that you have is that now you got places like Washington State, they want to take the money from polluters, give it to corporations. That's wrong. Take the money from polluters, give it to the people, build a big movement, and stop climate change. That's the way forward. That's the way forward. Okay. So, 
Another thing uh, we think alike about, <laughs> I think, is, uh, you know, comparison shopping with the candidates. I had Ann Coulter sitting in your chair here about two weeks ago. And, and, and it was pretty soon after uh, Pussygate had uh, broken in the news. And I, said, I, and I said to her, look me in the eye, Ann, and tell me that if there was a tape they found of Barack Obama saying, hey, give me a Tic Tac. Uh, because, you know what, when you're a community organizer, you don't even have to ask. <laughs> they just let you do whatever you want, grab yeah. their pussies. And you put out a rant about if Trump was black. Same idea. Yes. And I think it's something people need to hear. But, I, but listen, first of all, I was just mad, and I just flipped the thing on, and I, I talked for 13 minutes. That thing got 11, 12 million views. But the reason is very simple. If Trump were black, you would call him a thug. That's what you would call him. Any African-American going around bragging about sexual assault, every African-American would have to come on the air and apologize for the failure of black men and the violence of black... This is... So... What you have here is a classic case. He came on the scene to get famous. He said these African-American boys in Central Park were what? Sexual assaulters. Right. Then he said that the Mexicans coming into the country were rapists and sexual assaulters. It turns out it was the white dude who was a sexual assaulter the whole time. It was projection. 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 Yeah. Um, and, and part of, I think, the reason people get so upset is a double standard. For instance, you've got these Native Americans who are out there fighting to stop that horrific pipeline. They're getting beat up, they're getting arrested. They are national heroes. At the same time, you got 11 white dudes that go and get guns and take over a whole part of the federal government. The, the Oregon thing. Yes, in right. Oregon. Right. And guess what? Beginning of the year, these guys, these militia types, Eamon Bundy, yes. Cliven Bundy was his father. They are, had a protest earlier. Yeah, they took over a wildlife refuge. With right? guns. Took, with guns. Federal property. Acquitted today. They walk. They walk. They walk. Right. Pookie. Pookie. Snoopy. Snoopy. Shanaynay. <laughs> run, run. <laughs> I mean, if that, if those had been, if they had been named that and not oh, Bundy, <laughs> they would be in prison for the rest of their lives. That's all, all right. I'm saying. Pookie, thank you for being here. You're a great guest, <laughs> and I love to watch you on CNN. Congressman, one of our favorites, actually, from New York, Rick Lazier, rejoins us. Hey, Rick, how you doing? She is a Republican pollster and columnist for the Washington Examiner, also one of our favorite guests. Kristen Soldis Anderson is back with us. And you know this man, he won an Oscar, and his new film is Michael Moore in Trumpland. I highly recommend it. It's awesome. Michael Moore is right over here. Okay. Don't forget to send us your questions for tonight's overtime. So we're going to answer them after the show on YouTube. Before I get to you guys, a couple of quick program notes. I have been calling Donald Trump a whiny little bitch. I have a well-trained audience. Really. <laughs> for about a year. Well, now it's a comedy special. You know, I'm going to do it on Facebook Live on November 2nd. I hope your Facebook fans... Uh, I do, you know, I go around the country all the time doing my stand-up back. I was like, I have an hour of awesome fucking <laughs> Trump jokes, and it's just going to go to waste after the election. So I'm giving it to my uh, Facebook fans. Also, next week, we have a special guest on our show. We've been trying to get him for quite a while. 
like eight years, uh, we sent out a petition. You can't guess? That's right. Yes, we finally landed that big fish. President Obama, there was just a standing ovation for getting you on the show. Yeah, but you haven't said anything yet, so, okay. Now, about the week's, the day's news. This, you know, Friday, big, always a big day around here, Friday, because we do our show and it seems the news breaks. Uh, the FBI director said this email, that the emails that he's looking through are pertinent, but he doesn't know if they're significant. I guess Putin hasn't read them yet. <laughs> Uh, what, what do you make of this panel? Uh, I, I, there's been so many Clinton scandals, which I have to, in my own head, go, is this something or is this nothing? This is just another one of these things. That she has been attacked and abused for 30 years. I'm sick of it. I don't want to hear this 11 days before uh, the election. And it's just, I'll tell you what. I'll, let me take that back. Let me take that back. If now that these, sounds partisan. If these, well, I'm going to take a little bit... I, if these emails, these new emails, can prove that she started a war because a dictator threatened to kill her daddy, or she war <laughs> profiteered on behalf of Halliburton, um, <laughs> or maybe she yelled at an aide to get her more Tic Tacs, maybe then I'd want to read the emails. But other than that, Bill, this is just right. such bullshit. I, I doubt that there is anything that you just described in those emails, but I'm trying to imagine if two weeks from now, the FBI had come out and said, by the way, right. two weeks mm -hmm. ago, sure. we found some stuff on Anthony Weiner's computer. Sorry we didn't tell you at the time. We didn't want to mess with this election. Uh, but now we're going to tell you. People would be outraged on the right, and I think justifiably so. I think there was really no good way to go about this, except as soon as you know, they, the FBI says we found out yesterday that there was a potential of something going on. If they didn't say something and it got to after Election Day, that's only going to fuel the fire more and more for Trump to come out and say, Look, this whole thing was. What great. does Anthony Weiner have to do with Hillary right. Clinton? I, I That's mean, what I don't I, get. It's so hard I'm to imagine Anthony Weiner CCing Hillary on, on uh, a, a dick pic he's sending to a team. Right, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. But it's, it's I'm going to do you like your homework. It's not. It's, but it's not. But it's not. It's, it's likely not Weiner. What do you it's mean? It's because it's the point is that they his then wife use, had access to the same computer. They seized them. <laughs> Because she was a top personal aide to Hillary but Clinton. We've already read so many of her emails, and what they show is her aides email each other back and forth. This is from WikiLeaks a lot about appearances and ethics, which is, I guess, what aides should do. Are they careful? Yes, they're careful. I certainly can't blame them for being careful. Listen, if there's, but, but if there's nothing, there won't be any charges. The fact that Comey, who went through contortions yeah, okay. to explain We're not know why that he was not. So it's wrong for the Republicans, as they're already out there today saying that it's criminal we have no idea what's in these so years. that's wrong that's say it's yeah, criminal. i i would okay. agree i would only say that she hillary clinton is a scandal factory and you just look through her life that may whether not be it's, her fault well the cattle right. futures the cattle the, the, okay. all the way all i can't the way go back, back there yeah Rick. i can't but, but i can't i forgot about the cattle futures let me ask a bigger picture i withdraw my support of hillary clinton which i forgot about the cattle futures all the way to the current. To the right. Current. 
Uh, You're right. Let's elect the pussy grabber. Okay. So, but who, by the way, uh, who there's videotape of him as he's passing a ten-year-old going down the escalator. Oh, I know. Right, saying I, I'm going to date her in ten years. Yeah. If 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 that was a teacher, if you were teaching at a school and a teacher said to you about a ten-year-old, you know, in ten years I'm going to date her. Yeah. You'd go right down to the principal and turn him in, wouldn't you? But Michael, let me tell you, can I say something? No, sir. I mean, I seriously, would, yeah. he's running for president. Weiner is running away. But he's not a, you're not a Trump supporter. No, I'm not a Trump supporter, and I call him out. And I'm looking for Democrats that will call out Hillary Clinton. Um, so what? It's because the standards ought to be... What has she done? What has what is Hillary okay, done? She only... Okay. She... But is it the same? <laughs> is it the same as a guy but, who you really can't trust with the nuclear codes? I mean, Marco Rubio said, I can't trust him with the nuclear codes. I wouldn't trust him with the zip codes. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> but but then I'm voting for him. This guy, Jason Chavetz yeah. from Utah, uh, he said after Pussygate, he said, uh, I can't look my daughters in the eye and endorse this man. And yesterday he said, I'm voting for him. But do you know, this is what I don't get. But do you know why... You have to pick. There's only two choices. But you, this is why 60% of the people don't trust Hillary Clinton. And just because you don't why? defend Donald Trump doesn't mean you take a pass on what Hillary Clinton has done. That's a good question. For liberals, especially. Yeah, exactly. But when you do... When, when, when she you, says, Bill, okay. by the way, when she says there were no classified emails, that was a lie. Okay, but when you don't take the pass and you do examine both of them, right. doesn't it still leave you in the place of you can't allow someone that unstable and vindictive to be president? So, so and if that's the conclusion you reach, don't you have to, as many Republicans, Colin Powell this week said it, I'm voting for Hillary Clinton. So, some people are going to vote for the Libertarian candidate. Some that's, people well, are going to write a, somebody that's in. A vote well, that's, for Hillary that's a vote. Thank you. No, no, people are going to vote. I, no, no, I'm going to. They're going to no, vote. Not. They're going to vote their conscience. They're going to vote for somebody that they believe in that that, that is, doesn't isn't disqualified in their mind because of their character and how they conduct themselves. A lot themselves. of people are voting I mean, for someone they don't believe in, though. I mean, so you brought up the Donald Trump saying something gross about a 10-year-old girl. The fact of the matter gross. is that most people voting for Donald Trump don't care. And no matter what was in these emails today, most people voting for Hillary Clinton, that's right. they don't care. Right. So right. we can have all of the, Octo you know, we talk about October surprises, these crazy things that come out right. in October, Access Hollywood tapes. Hillary Clinton's got email on Anthony Weiner's computer or whatever. People are in their camps. The slice of people who are undecided at this but point is so small. I the only thing that can matter is if this changes turnout. If someone decides, and it could, I'm just staying Right. It could, well, it also could make Trump voters come out. I mean, Anthony Weiner could be the cock that ended the world. <laughs> And that I did not predict and you in know the October Donald surprise Trump... pool. Well, and what's crazy is that you know Donald Trump is going to say okay. he did predict it. He tweeted but... like two months ago that Anthony Weiner, he's a pervert but... and he's a threat to national yeah. security. And we so laughed at it, right. and yet... You're right. And, and so there was a, a pervert tweeting, who's obsessed with Twitter, doing his perversion on Twitter, and that's who's going to be the next president of the United States. We don't have to worry about Weiner being president, but, but a man who, do, who does and behaves in similar manners... With Twitter, why are we even discussing this? But the real, the real. It's just like. So let's not. Let me ask another question, um, because I'm at the point where I don't ever want to send another email, which is really weird, because email made all of our lives so much easier 15, 20 years ago, whatever it was, and now I feel like we're all going to be like spies in a movie where they have to talk on the park bench, you know. <laughs> The Washington Monument's always in the background, you know, and that's the only place they can meet and talk. Uh, 
and also, I think it's so interesting now that the right likes WikiLeaks. Now they like them. They used to hate well, them. And I, as soon as it's against yeah. the Democrats, which shows that they don't have any principles, the only principle is we hate the Democrats. Hey, I do not count me as a Republican who likes what WikiLeaks is doing. I think there is a difference between something being revealed through the course of an inv official investigation and something that has been illegally hacked. And I think there's a difference between exposing conversations that are happening about public policy and exposing what people are saying in private conversations I that think are not about Have they not drifted the from, from their the original goal, Mike? I mean, I know you're yeah. a big fan of Julian Assange. He yeah. was on our show recently. As were you. Yeah. yeah, but I, I feel like he's drifted. Mm -hmm. It's Now it's a lot of personal shit. I mean, at the beginning it was about, uh, you know, we're exposing what's going on in Guantanamo Bay and the Iraq war and letters of Scientology. And now it's, yeah. last year their big thing was, you know, the Sony hack. Mm -hmm. Let's find out what, what studio executives think of Adam yeah. Sandler. I mean, I really feel like <laughs> he's lost his way a little yeah. and he hates Hillary. But, you know, if, I, you don't, if you're not doing anything or saying anything that is going to embarrass you, you don't worry about it too much. When my ca I campaigned against Hillary, my campaign got hacked dozens of times, and my personal computer was hacked. Is that right? Absolutely. I have no idea. I'm not saying that her campaign did it. I'm just saying I was hacked. Uh, go ahead and say it. Why no. not just pile on? No? Pile on. No, no, because I'm not going to take the shot of accusing. Look, I don't you have just brought it up. That. No, that's no, 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 my point, my <laughs> well, point is that true. my mean... point is just that I got hacked a bunch of times, and nothing ever that was embarrassing to me ever came out. Here's what I think. I think okay. WikiLeaks, I think Assange, they're essentially anarchists, and, and they know, just like a lot of people who are voting for Trump know, that he's their human Molotov cocktail. They want to blow up the system. It's, it's an anarchic move, and that's... It, you're in your... With Van here, you were talking about the eight Supreme Court justices. We may be down to seven. Any conservative, some of these conservatives, I should say, listening to that, that's music to their ears because they hate the federal government, they hate Congress, they hate the president, they hate the Supreme Court, and if it just all fell apart, that would be their nirvana. That's what we all have to stand up against on November 8th. But isn't it fair, isn't it fair... Isn't it fair to condemn the, the, leak, the, the hacks and at the same time recognize that it's not a defense for what people have said as a result of that? It's you know? tough. That's a tough... Yeah, I mean... I you, mean, aren't those you, two separate things? You can dance on that razor's edge, but it, yes, I am. I, I mean, I if you're making the point, if she... If, if, because once it's out there, it's out there. It's out there. You've said it yeah. and done it, and okay. It, well, it, th this is the double-edged sword of transparency, right? Transparency in the abstract sounds like this great thing. We should have all this transparency. We should always know what people in our government are saying. But the double-edged sword is there was probably a lot of stuff going on in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s that was probably. pretty awful. <laughs> okay. We know what's not probably. But, but, but there was Kennedy more... Was there was more faith in our institutions back then. Right. And is it a problem now that, you know, ignorance is bliss and we're not very blissful anymore? As we get more information, we're more angry at our government. Does that create the conditions where well, we have these okay. elections that are just horrible where everybody hates everything. And that's what's going to happen as long as everybody knows everything about everybody. One of the hacked Hillary WikiLeaks emails, she's saying something like, you need a public face and a private face. Who doesn't? Mm. Who in this world is exactly the same person right. from the moment you wake up and take a piss and you're farting. I think Bernie, I think Bernie had it right from the get-go. 
Enough for the damn emails. Yeah, that's that, right. That's I'm. We've got the world is falling apart. The ice caps are melting. We're talking about this. And by the way, that's it's, why people are really well, yes. gotcha because we have we have an economy that's not producing quality no. jobs. Okay. That we've got a, a one and a half percent growth rate for the economy that they just the economy downward. grew. It was in the news today, and no one will see it. The economy grew two point nine percent in the third quarter. Yeah. And this this is my this, of all the problems. Problems I have with this election. My biggest one is this: we have we have moved into a fact-free world where facts just don't matter if they're reported at all. Right. The economy grew 2.9 percent in one quarter. And before most that, it was 1.4 and less than 1 percent. You're not going to have even get to. Uh, you, you won't even get a two correct. and a half percent growth rate for the entire year, which is historically a, you seem a to be deplorable situation. Really, because yes, Mitt really. Romney ran in 2012 saying, I will get unemployment down to 6%, and it's been under 5 but for a year. Can I say, if we you had... see what I mean about, it's never about the facts. But it's just about, you hate the other side, no, no. so you'll find whatever's no, wrong. We've got 50-year low in terms of home ownership. We've got 20 million Americans who pay more than 50% of their income for housing. What would you we've be got, saying if the, it was President time, Mitt Romney? Would you be saying time, that? I don't think this would, we'd be in this position. That's really? the point. Yeah. Because he was going to get it on... Because he was going to get it to say... The whole, but for because the first of the time, Republicans and because of Bush, but that's the whole Obama had okay. For the first time, for the first time since they've been recording these numbers, for the first time since they've been recording these numbers, there have been more small businesses that have closed up shop than have been created. So there's about 28 million small okay. businesses. Nobody's sticking I, up I, for the small business. I cannot, people. I cannot argue that you can find bad in America. But just, I just must admit he's the best president of your lifetime. Come on. Before today, <laughs> look at him before today, it looked like Trump was going to lose. I don't know about now. Uh, but uh, he put up something called Trump Tower Live. And a lot of people are saying he's positioning himself to have his own TV show, a TV network like Fox News, if he loses the election. So Trump Tower Live went on the air, uh, the, I think, after the last debate. I, I, I watched a little of it. It's a little like if uh, Bellevue had a webcam. LAUGHTER uh, but it's uh, people are calling it Trump TV, and and as it's Halloween, they're putting on a Halloween movie festival. Of course, the horror movies on Trump TV are a little different. Could we see some of them? Yes, <laughs> thank you, Ed. <laughs> their, their movies reflect what's scary to Trump voters. For example, they're showing uh, Rosemary's Anchor Baby. That's coming <laughs> on Trump TV. Uh, uh, I know who you groped last summer. Is is one of the <laughs> horror movies that. Uh, death wears a pantsuit is... I love this one. The Whining. <laughs> uh, the Creature from the Black Neighborhood. Is... <laughs> oh, this is very scary to Trump voters. The House of Facts. Uh... It, it came from Whole Foods. <laughs> uh, Night of the Living Wage. <laughs> and uh, Chris Christie in Curse of Chunky. <laughs> and of course, there's nothing Trump can do to stop the breeze. <laughs> All right, let's bring on Chelsea. She's a comedian, she's an author, she's host of an international talk show. I'm so glad she's out there because I love to listen to her. Chelsea Handler is over here. 
meet you. Okay. Hi. Well, listen, I'm so glad you're out there talking. You've become such a valuable voice. Oh, thank you. Yes, yeah, it's so true. I mean, you were off the air for a while, and now it's good that you're back during the election. Just in time. Just in time. I know you've been having a lot of fun with it, and, uh, you know, one thing we did on this show for a while was trying to uh, show red flags about Donald Trump, and I, I love one of yours I did not think of, which is that he doesn't drink. And you say this is a red flag. <laughs> Are we all drinkers collectively? Yeah. Oh, you drink? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You drink? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. That's one point for you. One. Um, <laughs> yeah, I find that sus like, very suspect. I don't it like when suspect. people don't like to broaden their horizons. I mean, right. you don't have to abuse alcohol in the way that I do, but I would appreciate <laughs> people experimenting right. with drugs, hallucinogens, Which... alcohol, loosen up a bit. Otherwise, there's a control factor that I don't trust, and that's what right. creates a despot or somebody like a Donald Trump. Absolutely. You know, and it's, it's untrustworthy. No, I couldn't agree more. I never trust people who can't get high. I, I, um, res I respect people who are sober because they had a problem and sure, they got sober. Yes, exactly. But if you've never tried it, right. yeah, you're fucking tricky. That's true. I agree. I agree with that. If you're if you're a drunk, you get a pass. But but you did that drug ayahuasca, which uh, yeah, I'm, that was I'm good. dying to do. I mean, I I watched that with great interest because I I've, I've, well I've done mushrooms not recently, but I mean I always I'm actually on mushrooms right now. <laughs> so, I'm glad you mentioned that. And uh, it did sort of open up your eyes to your you know the, your big takeaway I think was that you you found something with your sister you hadn't before. Yeah, and, I and definitely. Drugs can do that. I know. think drugs are great with like broadening your mind. I mean it's. It's not great to abuse anything, obviously, but it's great to think in different ways and to get outside of yourself nice. and look at your life like you're not you, like you're not coming from this place of self-interest and, and self-kind of obsession and just relax a little bit. So for me, it was a very positive experience. And I know for many other people, ayahuasca has helped them, you know, ayahuasca helps people quit drinking. I mean, I... it didn't help me do that, but I still <laughs> had a great experience. I'd like to drink on <laughs> I did. Yeah. It was fine. It no, didn't I mean, affect you, uh, at all. The, you know the group, The Doors. Yes, yes, well, I've heard know, of them. You know how they. <laughs> well, you're younger. You, they weren't, you weren't around when they were around. But I, I was. The, yeah, but I okay, know the lots Doors. Lots of people don't. Does anyone here not know The Doors? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, I, believe me, some people don't know that. But anyway, they got their name from a book about drugs by Aldous Huxley, I think, some Huxley, called The Doors of Perception. That's what he termed drugs. They were doors yeah. to perception. Well, he had a and, lot of perception. Right, okay. And, uh, well, let's not go into the fact that Jim Morrison died on drugs. But uh, that, that yeah, takes away, yeah, that takes away from down. my point. But, uh, okay, so let's talk about the Trump kids. Uh, it was in the news today mm. that none of them have made donations to the Trump campaign, uh, which I find amazing because you'd think of all the people they would. But then again, their father hasn't really either. Uh, <laughs> And, and people, uh, you know, I, I like the way you, you don't take the media bullshit about Ivanka, you know, being perfect. Because I think I hear it even on the liberal stations. Well, he's got great kids. It can't be all bad. That doesn't, first of all, those kids are wired into him for some finance. I mean, listen, if I was a woman, after everything that's happened, and I don't hate Republicans, but he is such a terrible, um, you know, he's a, such a terrible figure in this time and now. You know, I, can, I, I could actually imagine one day voting for a Republican. That's how open-minded I consider myself. But 
This is such a. T I know. I mean, I would never do it, but I, I just like to say maybe. But have you ever had sex with a Republican? I don't know. I don't get their names. But uh, what I'm interested in is like I'm like, will you check this box? I think I saw her at this Fortune's Women's Conference last week. I was speaking at this Fortune's Women's Conference where I was in interviewing Anita Hill, and I, I walked backstage, and the woman who runs the conference says, "Oh, this is Ivanka Trump," and I had to go shake, and I go, "I just can't. I can't." with you like she if she were to come forward and I know this is a fantasy but if she were to come forward now after everything her father has said and done about women that's been recorded that's been proven time and time again which she consistently denies if she were to do that she would be an American hero yeah like people would that's go true. holy yeah. shit she'd be my hero thank you Absolutely. like I'm sorry I know it's my dad my dad is a sexual he's sexually inappropriate and disgusting and you better bet your ass if that he tried to run for office I would fucking stop him right no, I mean, that is... Yeah. I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that the, the, that bomber in, in, in New Jersey, the father, yeah. he, he reported his own son to the FBI. Right. The Unabomber's right. brother turned right. him in. That's the highest level of principle when you, ha when you turn on your own family because principle is even higher than that. Okay, let There's me... There's still 11 days for her to do that. If she's watching. <laughs> do you know that the Trump people... Hey, hey, great idea. <laughs> you know that the Trump people are saying you're a Trump supporter now? Yes. I don't know if you've yeah. seen it. No, yeah, of course, of course I've seen it. Yes, yeah, of course. Because it's so clearly I am. Well, no, but I mean, it's, it's funny the way they, you know, you try to do a good deed. You, like, we all, in our own bubble, we go after Trump, and you, I thought it was great, you, you really tried to understand the Trump voter and say, hey, there is something there. Right. We wouldn't vote for Trump, but right. there was something why it... And, of course, they turn it around and try to make you into something you're not. Trump thanked me yesterday right. uh, <sighs> for... I'll probably call and thank me for this it, appearance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not once Ivanka goes on TV, no, you're going to be given the credit for that. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but he, he thanked me for... What he, I don't think he's seen my film. I think what he did was he saw that his name was in the title, and that was like... That's all he needs, yeah. I so mean, it, was, it was very weird. Let me say something about yeah. that. The idea that this man congratulates himself every time there's a loss for a win and credits himself with winning debates that he doesn't win, or, oh, that was triumphant, or this didn't happen, when there's recordings of the very thing that he's denying, he said on television. It's like, oh, he's living in another planet. And the fact that he dances around these subjects, accuses Hillary of the very things she does to him. You know that Ginger Rogers quote about... Uh, Dancing backwards ba She goes, yeah, I'm doing everything you he was doing. Who's the guy? Dancing backwards in heels. No, the guy she was dancing with. That's your era. Fred Astaire. My era. Fred Astaire. He was, oh. in, he was in the doors. <laughs> he was in the doors. He was in the doors. I'm doing everything he's doing, but I'm ba dancing backward in heels. Like, Hillary Clinton is a fucking badass. Right. She gets right. everything. That's right. That's and right. And so fighting. And, and the fact that the right wing claims that she's killed 46 people on the internet, if you type in her name and murderer, 46 names come up. When I saw that, I thought, that is really badass. That's who I want as my commander-in-chief. Somebody's yes. going to go in there. But ISIS is going to shit. Here's a question I want I, I want to ask when I'm, I'm going to go back to Washington in a couple of days to interview the president at the White House. One question I want to ask him, and any Democrat, is even if Trump loses, he's going to win 20 states, probably. Mm -hmm. There are some people, I feel like he is the acid test. 
if you can put up a candidate like Donald Trump and people still vote for him, don't the Democrats have to ask what we asked after 9-11? Why do they hate us? Mm. Yeah, but Why do they hate in he's America the, end, he's the, the Democrats end of it, so badly that yeah. even Donald Trump will get your vote? He, he will get I 40 think to 50 million votes. He right. will. I think That's Democrats right. need to ask themselves that question. So I think Donald Trump is an unacceptable candidate as a lifelong Republican. I will say that. I will also say that I think Good for you. that Demo Democrats do almost nothing to speak to people outside their base. They don't talk about growth. They don't talk about small business. They don't talk about empowerment. They don't talk about any of these things. Sure they they do. don't talk about, I mean, the, the, the amount of opportunities that were missed they, they with this administration. They talk about those things all the time. I, I think, I think and the that's why people feel more empowered this, these days, because Barack Obama has been in the White House for eight years. Uh, th th he's inspired. Is, if, if people felt that way, if people felt that way, Michael, two-thirds of Americans wouldn't think we're on the wrong track. No, 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 wait a second. Wait one second. Barack and, Obama, and, Barack Obama, if, if, first of all, if you voted for Barack Obama, first and foremost, you owe, if, if you did, you owe that, he's asking you to go and vote for Hillary Clinton. You owe him and his legacy that vote. If you want him not to be disavowed in the future, you can't have a guy like Barack Obama and then Trump come in. Well, that means we live on Venus. Let's I mean, talk about the other bad news that came out for Hillary this week, which was Obamacare. Premiums for a mid-level plan are set to rise 25%. Nationally. Okay, in 27, nationally. Yeah. Uh, this is in the 39 states that use healthcare.gov. Uh, it could go up as much as 116% in Arizona. Yeah. Uh, now, these projections don't factor in the subsidies, and 83% of Obamacare enrollees get subsidies. So the best way the, the Democrats can spin this is, well, it's going to cost the taxpayers more. Uh, there's two ways to fix this, none of, neither of which is very palatable politically. One is you can force people by having higher penalties or more subsidies, which is higher taxes. Well, so think about who, what, what is there a lot of in Arizona? Older people. Right. And this is a big <laughs> yeah. part of the problem. So and right snakes. now, there are a lot it, of snakes. It, snakes. It, snakes. it costs Tarantulas. six times as much <laughs> to provide health care for someone who's 64 compared to someone who's 19. But the way the law is set up, you can't charge someone more than three times uh, what you charge the youngest person in your pool. So young people are paying for twice mm -hmm. as much for their insurance the law, compared to the, the care is... that they're getting. And that's why so few of them are actually enrolling. The projections mm -hmm. where you were going to have 21 million people in these pools, you've only you've had 9 million the, short. The law is set up. It's mostly those young, healthy people, which is why these pools are And many of them are down to one, one health care provider because they've so overregulated these insurance companies that they don't give them different... No, choices. there's not... The people they're they're not regulated enough. Wait, 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 I have Donald Trump's... Wait, I, I have Donald I Trump's... It was plans on, like this have kinks. It wait. takes years for these things to work themselves out. I have out. Donald Trump's plan right here. Dana Bash asked him, so you're in the Oval Office, you're saying Obamacare, Trump, it's got to go. Bash, it's got to go repeal and replace with something terrific. <laughs> terrific. Now, he has said this before. The first time he said it, I kind of let it go. When you say it more than once, that's your policy. That's the other policy the, the problem, that people have to look at no, the when problem, they're choosing. His policy is something terrific. <laughs> the problem with Obamacare is that the insurance companies are still calling the shots. As long as we leave our health care in the hands it's, of private insurance companies, mm -hmm. it's, this is the problem we're going to have. But let me point out something else. The state of California 
is not going to go up 25%, according to the LA, LA Times this week, because you have a Democratic governor. This is what happens when you have a Democratic executive branch and both houses of the California Assembly are Democrats. It's, it's not just Democratic. No, listen, hang on. They, they have put so many good regulations on the insurance companies here, it will go up only 5% in California next year. That well, is because the insurance the is already really expensive. They've got the insurance companies by the throat. And that is not what's going on in Alabama or Mississippi. But you want the fact. The facts are that, they, that the people are a lot more sick and using it more than was expected. Yes. It's not actuarially sound. Correct. Whatever you, so you can look at it two ways. That the, it, was not act, it was not actuarially or estimated to, to get the same losses as they're actually getting. And in some of these states like Michigan where you've got a 40% premium increase, I mean, that is going to overwhelm people that are not getting those subsidies. So you're right, Bill. If you're honest about it, there are two things. If you want to keep what you have, you're either going to raise taxes, increase subsidies, or... Or single-payer. Or, or you're going to... Single-payer, universal turn, you're going to turn it out. But, 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 but that's you, not going to change but, the fact but, that you're going to still I, I have... Push back there's a you plan in place. There's a plan in place. You have to give it time so to work. So fix it. You fix the problem. She will fix it. She will fix it. She will fix it. And Ivanka Trump are not going to fix it. But here it is. Right. The medical... The medical device Nobody tax. will make it terrific. And, and, <laughs> she, and she can't fix it either because she needs Congress people to vote. They, the only thing they, the Republican Congress voted to, to do about it is repeal it well, so 60 this is, times. What's interesting is, so but, let's take the, the reason why these premiums are going up, the fact that so many young people don't want to get in the pools. You could pass a tiny fix that says, look, if insurance companies want to be able to offer plans that are a lot cheaper, instead of keeping this, it's got to be one-third rule. Yeah. Get rid of that rule and suddenly younger people can get more affordable healthcare. The problem is, A, I don't think that you could get a fix like that through with President Obama in the White House because it's his law, it's got his name on it, which is why the possibility of a new president, I think, means there's more of a chance that you could get some of these fixes. But you also have to get Republicans in Congress who I think have a right to say, this wasn't our law. Or we could and, end and, Republican and, control of Congress and, and in what? 11 days. And, and we could but, do, but if what, we, we remove it at this, all, you don't think the Senate is going to get so many on the left? We don't want to give people choice in health care or in education and, or in or well, things like employment training, okay. which is where we've got like three million jobs that are posted and we can't fill them because we don't have we have a mismatch between skills and what the private because, sector actually because needs. Well, because first of all, to push back against your thing about the insurance companies, it's not most that's not the biggest problem. It's it's the gouging from doctors and hospitals until you until you put a cap on how much people can charge. I mean, they've done studies on this. From one hospital in one city to another, I, I it totally, can be like 10,000 percent I, I totally agree. I totally they agree can charge right. whatever no, they want here. here. We saw it with the EpiPen. We saw it with Martin yes. Shkreli. When you have the government in charge, when you have the government in charge, then you have one hospital, one city can't do one thing. The EpiPen situation happened because you had the government saying, we've got to buy EpiPens, we've got to buy them from this company, and there was no competition, so they said, cool, we can make EpiPens cost a couple hundred bucks a pop. If you have the ability no. to have someone else making EpiPens, no. then they can't, and you don't and have government saying it's got to come from this company. Because government's that's involved in the Veterans is, Administration, <laughs> because government controls Medicare and Medicaid, that's what keeps the price of drugs down for old people and poor people. If the government was involved in controlling what the pharmaceutical companies and the you're insurance gonna, companies You're going to have the same problem. One second, one second. No way out of this until they're removed. We're talking about actual real issues. Yeah. Okay, so it's a great point to make that Donald Trump has no idea about what you're talking about right now. No idea. No. <laughs> no idea. So there are so That's many kind of important. That's, that's, 
kind of important. This is a great conversation if we were dealing with two intellects that were running for president. We aren't. We're dealing with an animal, a lunatic, something terrific. Somebody who's been training for 30 years to be president. I'm sorry, Rick. I have to stop our discussion. Sorry, I'll meet you back in my room. It's time for new rules, everybody. New rules. Tim Kaine has to cool it with the harmonica. No one enjoys harmonica except the guy playing it. <laughs> it's like seeing homeless people having sex. The kindest reaction is, how nice for you. <laughs> new rule, before rolling your eyes at the new men's fashion, the new men's fashion trend of shorts made out of old Afghans, consider the fact that they're perfect for those times that you're nuts. Want to feel like they're taking a nap on Grandma's couch? <laughs> oh man, that's ugly. <laughs> New rule: As long as we're getting rid of obsolete technology like coal, let's also get rid of the handkerchief. I mean, come on, it's gross. We have Kleenex now. Why do you want to have snot in your pocket? <laughs> and while we're on the topic, the hanky's elitist cousin, the pocket square can also take a hike. This doesn't say I'm a man of style and elegance. It says I don't have the guts to be a transvestite. <laughs> I was just going to say. New rule, the stall for your black Republican committee has to have at least one black person in it. <laughs> Even worse, if you look at the picture, it looks like there may have been a black person there before, and now the white people are trying to decide who made the offensive remark that made them leave. <laughs> New rule, this Halloween, certain people are not allowed to give out certain candies because it's just a little too on the nose. Like, Donald Trump can't give out Tic Tacs. <laughs> Don Trump Jr. can't give out Skittles. Melania can't give out sugar daddies. Chris Christie can't give out jelly bellies, and Anthony Weiner can't give out hard candy. That's just. And finally, new rule, presidential debates need some new rules, starting with each candidate gets three times in the debate when they can call, let's go to the videotape. Mm, good idea. So, good idea. So that when this happens... But he also went after a disabled reporter, mocked and mimicked him on wrong. national television. She can throw the red flag in his orange face and say, wrong tape, please. Uh, I don't know what I said. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> Maybe if people could actually see Trump saying one thing a second after he claimed the opposite, they'd stop pretending there's really any other choice in this election, Rick, than to vote for Hillary Clinton. Okay. So... PolitiFact tabulates that Hillary says something at least somewhat false 27% of the time. You know who's at 28%? Bernie, the ultimate straight shooter. 27 is pretty good for a politician. Trump is at 71. <laughs> His pants are a raging wildfire that cannot be contained. 
<laughs> she lies about a quarter of the time. He's Donald Trump, so he grabs her pussy and says, your pussy fell on his hand. <laughs> now, does Hillary play the game with complete honesty? No. To put it in football terms, she's deflated a few balls in her time. <laughs> and also that thing Tom Brady did. But she's still a really good quarterback. <clears throat> And speaking of quarterbacks, why does a guy like Colin Kaepernick, who's brave enough to lead a smart protest, say things like, it almost seems like Hillary and Trump are trying to debate who's less racist. You have to pick the lesser of two evils, but in the end, it's still evil. Really? Hillary's evil? You sound like someone on Christian TV. Hillary Clinton, as I was thinking about this earlier today, two names kind of came up. One was Jezebel, and the other was Athaliah. If you know your Bible, you know who she was. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> uh, but, but I looked it up. Athaliah was the daughter of Jezebel, and she seized power by murdering her grandchildren. You know, just like Hillary does. I'm so... I am so tired of hearing... So tired of hearing, I know Trump's a creep, but Hillary doesn't seem genuine. Grow the fuck up. She's a civil servant, not a craft beer. <laughs> you know, whenever I'm out with my millennial friends, <laughs> chasing the Pokemon or, <laughs> or getting our nipples pierced, shaving our pubes or arranging action figures while sending out dick pics. <laughs> when the talk turns to the election, I hear some version of, uh, they're both bad, or, uh, they deserve each other, or, there's an election? <laughs> Republicans have one path to victory in this election, and it's called false equivalency. They can't deny Trump is horrible. It's on tape. So they want voters to believe Hillary is just as bad. And in pursuit of that goal, they have a very powerful ally. Lazy people. People who like to say, they're all bad. Because when you say that, you don't have to do any homework. Say they're all the same, and then you can sound justifiably jaded by the entire process when really you just don't know anything. You say you're... You say you're cynical about politics? Don't flatter yourself. Cynical comes when you know too much. You, on the other hand, haven't bothered to learn anything. Which Americans, by the way, are capable of. Noam Chomsky once observed that when he listens to a sports call-in show, he said, it's plain that quite a high degree of thought and analysis is going into that. People know all sorts of complicated details. On the other hand, he said, when I hear people talk about international affairs or domestic problems, it's at a level of superficiality that's beyond belief. In other words, we're not clueless. We just apply our brain power to bullshit. <laughs> it's true. Before people go out for a taco, they will spend an hour on Yelp researching for the most authentic one 
all for something that'll be out of your body in 15 minutes. <laughs> People will use six different websites to get a plane ticket for a weekend trip, but they don't care who runs the world for four years. I don't get how millennials who can't tell these candidates apart have a hundred different subgenres for music that sounds like this. Is that dubstep or techno dub or acid techno? Because it all sounds like the same shit to me, but they can tell the difference when it comes to that. All right, that's our show. Tune in to Whiny Little Bitch. Facebook Live, November 2nd at 7 p.m. Oh, yeah, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern. I want to thank Rick Lazio, Kristen Soltis Anderson, Michael Moore, and Chelsea Obama Handler, next week. and Ben Jones. Obama next week, that's right. Watch us on YouTube now. Thank you. Catch all new episodes of Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday night at 10. Or watch him anytime on HBO On Demand. For more information, log on to HBO.com.